Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Flight Podcast. My name is Jacob Shanker. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Shut up and sit down. So, how have you been, my man? I've been, I've been pretty good, pretty good. I had a, a nice weekend. You have a good weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. Very I nice. saw you. That was good. I did see you. That was good um yeah now the man is finally back and now we can actually hang out instead of having to facetime all the time yeah yeah yep that's good stuff and now even uh now that you're back which is perfect timing because cold war that that's all duty cold war if you don't know and if you play call of duty download cold war because it's a great game i gotta say yeah your free access ends march 5th which- go download it don't worry, we're not getting sponsored or anything. Promise. Nope. Swear. Nope. But we just love the game. It's we're, me and Andrew are going to be grinding this entire week yep. game. He, he knows I'm better than him. Okay. I'm better than him. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. Why don't we? So for today's episode, we're pretty much just going to be giving our early award. Uh, mid-season. Yeah. Mid- our, our mid-season. Sorry. Mid-season awards predictions, as well as some some of our awards that we've gotten. Um, so for the basic one, we're going to start with MVP. Yep. You got this me? is a clear one. In my opinion, I think it's Joel Embiid best seed in the East. He's averaging 30. His PER is historic. I think it's, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but he's, it's one of the best in NBA history. It rivals Wilt, Michael Jordan, ridiculous. And he, he's my, he's my MVP hands down. I, I thought the media would give it to LeBron, but LeBron has been a little bit passive since Anthony Davis has been gone. But And they're not the number one seed in the West. Obviously, the Jazz are doing really good. But I think it's Joel Embiid. I think it's Joel Embiid also. Um, I mean, this is probably the first time I can tell you. I think since LeBron has – or since I've pretty much become an, a basketball fan – this is the first time where I can tell you that I genuinely don't think LeBron should get MVP. Um, which for Andrew, from Andrew, I think you know that for me, that's saying a lot. Would you agree? It is saying a lot because this man will stand by LeBron's side no matter what. He finally got off LeBron's freaking shoulder. Yeah, I mean, I think this is. I, I'm still, I'm still on the LeBron train. Don't get me wrong. I still think he's the goat. He's not the goat. He is not the goat. Posts, please. We have been waiting on this for months. We will be doing our Michael Jordan LeBron goat debate soon. It's gonna happen. We will. He's 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 been holding this off. He's scared. I've been holding this off. I've okay. We're not. You're scared. You you know you're gonna lose. Fine. The next podcast. So this is gonna what it's gonna be. Next podcast is gonna be LeBron versus MJ. What if LeBron drops like? 10 points next game or no 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 what if we need to cover the current nba what if he what what if we need to cover the current nba what if some big stuff goes on are you too scared is that, is that what i'm hearing you're just too scared uh, you're the one that's been holding this uh, all yeah, months yeah, yeah, yeah. all right let's go back to it um joel Embiid, 100 there's absolutely nothing bad about his game right now he's completely dominating the nba um in every way shape and form completely doing much better from last season. And I think a yep. big reason as to why he's doing so well is Doc Rivers. I think so too. That is Doc a- Rivers is a great coach for Joe Embiid's system. Yes, I think he could. Doc Rivers is probably going to be a, co- a candidate for coach of the year. 
because of how well he's able to do with the 76ers and getting Joel Embiid to do what he needs to do, Seth Curry, what he needs to do, Ben Simmons, Ed Tobias Harris, everyone on that team. Yep. All right, so now let's go on. You go, you go. Sorry. Rookie of the year. I think this one is probably going to be close to unanimous, but it might not be unanimous because it's Tyrese Halliburton, but it's guaranteed LaMelo Ball, unless he gets injured. LaMelo Ball leads rookies in almost everything for totals. Per game, he's showing out, doing great. One of the reasons why the Hornets are close to 500. Um, he's just been absolutely phenomenal. And I think that if anyone says that it's anybody else, like, I, I don't think so. I genuinely don't think so. I think it's close to unanimous slew my ball. I just said that. There's, there's no way it's anyone else. Yeah, I agree. I think it's completely unanimous. That's not Lamella ball. He is, I'm, he's very different than certain players that we've seen. I mean, we've seen players like uh, Ben Simmons and I mean, he's, he's a very close comparison to Ben Simmons. I think in the NBA, that's the biggest comparison you can give, but I feel like he's got a different like style in the way that he plays. He play. I, I don't, I can't put my finger on it. I think, I think it's going to take a little while for me to, a few more years and maybe even just a few more months just to figure out what it is but there's something about him that says he's different yes he, he can do everything literally everything he we thought he was going to be a bad defender he's a decent defender yeah in terms of rookies right he's leading in points he's leading in assists he's leading in rebounds he's also leading in steals and i'm and pretty he's close to blocks and i'm pretty sure he's top 10 in blocks i think he's top five in blocks for rookies yeah, but in terms of totals, he's first in everything. And he's also shooting well. So, like, if he doesn't win it, I'm sorry. What? Like, I don't even think it's close. Like, Tyrese Halliburton is great. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great but he's, he's not that close to LaMelo Ball. He's I, I, I think that he's the reason why LaMelo won't get uh, unanimous. Maybe. That might be it. But I strongly believe that LaMelo will, or I hope that he will get unanimous. Same. I hope so. Yep. Let's move on. Defensive player of the year. I see that you have a different person than me. Mm-hmm. Mine's Rudy Gobert. Number one seed in the West. Leads in defensive field goal percentage. I think it's like 41% against opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, defense. He's leading in defensive rating. He's The Jazz have one of the best defenses also. Defenses also. Yeah. Um. I all right. The reason, well, I understand why it's Rudy Gobert. I mean, he's got a ton. He's of also averaging almost three blocks. Man, he's got a ton of blocks. He is doing really well against his opponent, and it's very hard to get past him. But the reason I don't say Rudy Gobert, and the reason I'm saying, I mean, I think it's very close. You could, I feel like you, you can go back and forth on it. I'm not all. I think it's him. not very close. I think it's relatively close. No, yeah, I think it's pretty close. So I think but, the person you picked is number two. Yeah, but I think the how that when Anthony da- the, okay the person I picked was Anthony Davis, and I think when he comes back, seeing how he's going to play the rest of the season is going to see if it's going to change my mind or not. But the reason I'm saying Anthony Davis is for the fact that he he also has one of the best defensive ratings. I'm pretty sure besides like the last game or the last two games, it's what brought his defensive rating up. Um, he it's 102, and before he was tied with Rudy Gobert for 101. Um, he has 1.3 steals, 1.8 blocks, 
He's doing everything. It's like nobody can get past him. And the the major thing for me as to why I have it is the Lakers, when, when Anthony Davis was in, the Lakers had the best defense in the league. There's nothing you can argue with that. The Jazz obviously are great. The Knicks are even good on their defense. But the Lakers have undoubtedly the best defense in the league. And without Anthony Davis, what's their defense like? Eh. Average? Yeah, but how's the defense for the Jazz without Rudy Gobert? I mean, they still have players. No rim protection. No rim protection. I mean, that's true, but also, what's it called? Montrezl Harrell. He's on the Lakers, and he's a rim protector, and he's still, they're still not as good. Not a rim protector. He's six foot seven. He's not a, not a, he, well, he plays a center, okay, or power forward. Six foot seven. He's a bad defender. Okay, but for, he's okay, yeah. not a rim protector. I am sorry. He's not a rim protector like Rudy Gobert and Anthony Davis. No, but he plays that position. Okay, but he's still a horrible rim protector. He's terrible. Okay. But I mean, in, for me, it goes back and forth, and I'm not all in on Anthony Davis, like I said. But for me, right now, it's, it's it has to be him. De- very debatable, extremely debatable. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Most improved player. Christian Wood, hands down, the best improved, most improved player mm-hmm. by far. There's no one better. Hundred percent. I mean. The man is that twenty and ten. Man's literally brings the Rockets to five hundred. They literally lose him, and they lost. I think nine in a row. Yeah, after they lost him, he's so good. Yeah, I mean they, the Rockets are not a good team without him. They're, I mean they're they're a terrible team without him. Uh-huh. Um, he's. I mean, even last year, the end of last year when he was on the Pistons, you saw that spark of how good he was going to be. Yeah, you didn't know if it was a fluke or not, though. Yeah, now we know it's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. He's obviously doing insane. And he's going to, when he comes back from his injury, hopefully he'll continue to do as well as he's been doing. No playoffs for the Rockets this year, though. No. They had a chance with Christian Wood, but it's a no this season. No. I mean, the only other player, let's say hypothetically Christian Wood comes back and he just starts to do bad for some reason. The only other player that I would say would have a chance at getting it is Jeremy Grant. Possibly. Possibly. But, but right now, I don't have Jeremy Grant. I have Christian Wood as the clear winner. Yes. I, I, I agree with that. But let's go to Coach of the Year. And in my opinion, this is clear cut. But it can be close. It can. Mm-hmm. I think it's Tom Thibodeau, the New York Knicks coach. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best coaching staffs. Because of him, it just shoots right up. Julius Randle is now an all-star. Last year, he wasn't. He's been putting up good stats last year, but this year it's way better. He improved their defense, their offense, Randle, obviously. And the Knicks are the fourth seed right now in the East. The fourth seed. The Knicks are the fourth seed behind the Nets, the Bucks, and the Sixers. Three elite teams. I'm sorry. This is a wrap-up for me. This has to be the the next year. It has to. I mean, this is finally the Knicks getting their shot. Since the 2012-2013 season, the Knicks are finally getting a shot in the playoffs. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it's – I don't know how he did it because it's – the really only thing that they got was Derrick Rose. 
They didn't really change that much in the offseason. I mean, they got Obi Topin. Yeah. Toppin. And he Toppin's been terrible. He has not absolute been. garbage. If they took Halliburton, the Knicks would be so good. They would. I mean, I mean, I think they'd be more or less the same right now. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you think they'd be in Halliburton? The- I don't think so. I mean, you think they'd be in the top three seed in the East? No, but I think they'd win more games. They'd probably win more games. Yeah. But, but I mean, also, obviously, the big reason why they're here is the defense, right? Because their yeah. offense, like, even though um, Julius Randle is really good, their offense overall is not good. They have R.J. Barrett, who's a great scorer, but that's about he it. He's a good scorer, but the problem with him is he's also a bit inconsistent. Yeah, a little bit, but he's been getting better at that through the season. He's been getting better at it. I mean, he, he just had a, a good game this game, but he also will go – He'll go from having 30 points to having, like, three. He's got to stop doing that. Like, uh, Yeah, but then also those games, Randall steps up and helps them win. That is true. That is true. But it's uh, they can't have Randall doing that all the time. Yeah. Well, obviously, but obviously they also can. They clearly. can. I mean, after a while, it's going to be very tough for him to do it because it's a lot of work trying to do it. It's very obviously, hard. but it's a lot of work being an all-star, too. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, Tom Thibodeau, but the only coach that I would think would come close or the clo- or would definitely come in second is Quinn Snyder. Me too. I agree. I think he's a close second. Not that close, though, obviously, as I said. I think Thibodeau has it. He could have it wrapped up soon if the Knicks keep this up. But Snyder, number one in the West. Who thought the Jazz would be in the number one? They're number one in the NBA. In the Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. They're, yeah, they, and they didn't change that much either. In the, oh, yeah. in their team they barely changed anything in their last 10 games they're eight and two that's unbelievable Mitchell's been on a tear yeah all right speaking of the jazz for uh six men of the year i have jordan clarkson and i believe i also you- have jordan clarkson i mean he's doing things that a starter does he's putting up numbers that a starter does right getting 20 to almost 20 points per game. Yeah, he's now. also leading in free throw percentage. Yeah, he's doing uh, – she's shooting great. Defense is not bad. I mean, overall, it's he's just a great player, and there's nothing about his game that's like, oh, yeah, he. I mean, he's terrible at this. It's not. Yeah. He's good. He's very good. Yeah. And if you need him to start, they can start him. They'll probably have him in at, I don't know, probably shooting guard, and then they'll probably put Mitchell at the point. But you also have Mike Conley, too. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so many options for this team that you can run with. I mean, because they have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, um, Joe Ingles, Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert, and Jordan Clarkson. Those are seven very good players, very solid all around. Not to mention Clarkson's PER is also 19, which is good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. But, yeah. Let's move on to the most overrated player. I think this is a unanimous award, but by the way, we're going to start getting into our own custom awards. Mm-hmm. This is unanimous for me. Trey Young is hands down the most overrated player. He's not a great, he's not efficient. He's, like, he's a great, he's a good playmaker. He's very good, but he's not scoring as well as he did last season. But defense. Yeah the worst defender in the league i still think that even if stats don't prove much he's gotten better i'll give him that but he's still terrible yeah his per is 23 which is good 
and he's averaging 27, but 37 from three on seven attempts and 43% from the field, only 46% from two. That's bad. And his efficient field goal percentage is only 50. Yeah. And also he's doing the thing that Steve Nash hated, which was drawing fouls. Pretty sure he's what second in foul attempted fouls this yep. year first against against MB. But MB's a center, so that that's pretty much a given. Yeah. He's averaging 10. And no, MB's averaging eleven. Trey Young's averaging ten. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. He, yeah, I mean, uh this is someone I, sorry, you go. No, I was just gonna say this is very tough. It was very tough for me to pick. I mean, I think I'll have to lean towards Trey Young because there's just a few other players where I'll say they're a, a bit overrated or, or like that. I mean, if you were to tell me who's the most overrated player of all time, I think it's Draymond Green. Because well, Draymond's been doing really good this this month. He's at, he's leading. Yeah, that's 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 the reason I'm not saying because if we're just talking about this year, it, I don't think it's been Draymond Green because he's yeah. been in the past few years. Draymond's been overrated, but in his like in Draymond Draymond time. Draymond was good. Yeah. I mean, the reason I say Draymond, Draymond was also overrated for, I mean, just one of the most overrated of all time is because in the 2010s, a lot of people thought that he was the best defender of the decade. And he, he it's Anthony Davis. Either Anthony Davis or no, I think it's Kawhi. No, it's Kawhi, actually. It's Kawhi. Yeah. It's Kawhi. Kawhi and Anthony Davis were the, the two. Yeah. Kawhi is a 210 defensive player of the year, and he should have won three. Mm-hmm. He should have beat out Draymond Green, actually. Yeah um but uh yeah i mean but this year um trey young was probably my pick i mean the other player that i would consider is pascal siakam just because the only move that that man has is this just spinning yeah that's that's it he has no it's not great anymore he's great with Kawhi. why he was fine last season even yeah until the until the bubble until the bubble hit and just all of a sudden he just started to do terrible for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I really don't understand why. I don't know either. It, it's, it, it was crazy, but yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next award that we had was um, most underrated player. I think this one is clear in my book. All right. Now stats don't really show it. But I think DeMar DeRozan is the most underrated player. He's averaging 20. He's averaging seven assists. 50% from the field. He's not a great three-point shooter. 90% from the free throw line. And I and, and the Spurs are what? The fifth seed in the West? The fifth. Mm-hmm. People don't look at the Spurs. They don't, they don't view them like and and not to not to mention DeMar DeRozan's offensive rating is 127. That is That's really good. Freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how he is in the lead in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Not in my opinion. By stats, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think definitely DeMar DeRozan. I think for me, it's kind of more or less, I don't know if I had a tie, but uh, the only other play that I really have with him is Malcolm Brogdon. Because of the fact that, all right, DeMar DeRozan is doing really well, but he's also the first option. I think you have to put Malcolm Brogdon into account that he's also the, the things that he's doing. He's the second option, right? Over 21 points per game, six assists, five rebounds. His shooting is, is pretty good, right? For he's shooting 44, 38 and 91. His defense is nah, not, not that good. I'll give him no, that. Not really. But besides that, he is a, 
great player. And yes. he he's been doing really well in the Pacers. They're what they're fifth now in the, the East? yeah, something like that. Or I actually I think they're eighth right now. But if they win a game, they'll be fifth. Yeah, the, the East is crazy right now. Yeah, yeah they're crazy. they're ninth, but it's it's all completely close. So I'm not even I'm saying they're fifth <laughs> in my book. Um but uh yeah, I got I, I'm happy with either DeMar DeRozan or Malcolm Brogdon. Both yep. of them. I think it's DeMar DeRozan now. Gordon Hayward has also been very underrated. He has been very underrated. Also Terry Rozier. Yes, I agree. A lot the Hornets are an underrated team. Just the Hornets. I don't think they'll make the playoffs because they just don't have enough. But, but they're underrated. They're underrated. I think next year or two years, they'll be able to make the playoffs. Yep, I agree. Yep. Let's head on to the most overrated team. And again, it's different. Mm-hmm. What do you think? is? Who do you think is the most uh, uh, can't speak, overrated team? Um, You know, I got to go with the Mavericks, right? The reason I'm saying the Mavericks is because they're not – it's not like they're doing – terrible it's not like they're the worst team in the nba but they're they're ninth right i honestly expected them to be in the top five seed in the west right they had luka Doncic, who everyone and i'm telling you everyone thought was going to be mvp kristaps uh, porzingis who ha- has been a great he was great last year we thought it would continue to be great this year um, and just overall the entire team right they did well in the playoffs against the clippers they they was only they only uh they got two games against them. I think if, I honestly think if Porzingis was in, they may have lost the series. I don't think so. I think it would have been a better chance of the of the Mavericks winning because they've well, got yeah, a lot Mavericks of the games. Won. A lot a lot of the games are very close. Well, yeah, but some of them were also blowouts by forty. That's true, but I mean, I just expected this year the Mavericks to do better, especially on the backs of Luka Doncic. I'm not saying that Luka Doncic is doing god awful, but he could be doing so much better. The entire team could be doing so much better because they have a great all all around team. Yeah, they do. They have great offense. Pretty bad defense, though. Yeah. So, who you got for your most overrated team? I got the Pelicans. I am sorry. If you are not winning, but you are still considered a good team, you're overrated. They've won forty two percent of their games. That's shambolic. That is horrible. I'm sorry. Zion, they have great offense, horrible defense, absolutely horrible. And I'm sorry, but people th- people thought that this team was going to make the playoffs too. But, like, there's just uh, – it's just frustrating to think that people think of the Pelicans so highly. They have Zion, who's also pretty overrated, but he's been good. But – They have terrible coaching. I think that's the biggest problem. I think that's it too. I think they shouldn't have gotten rid of Alvin Gentry. Mm-mm. They have terrible coaching. It's they, it's made their team worse that they fired Alvin Gentry. I mean, they just don't have enough for some reason. They have so much star power, and yeah, I understand why you have Pelicans as well, but it's just definitely not enough. All right, let's yeah, go they, to uh, most underrated team. Who you got? Underrated team is the Spurs, obviously, with the Rosen. They're the fifth seed. People aren't taking into account how good Dejounte Murray's also been. Phenomenal defender. I think he had like seven or eight steals in a game, mm-hmm. but there's really nothing much to say. It's just like DeRozan. People aren't taking into account the fact how good the Spurs have been. Yeah. Pop has been great a coach as usual. Yeah. The Spurs have been very good. Um, for me, the most underrated team is the Knicks. I never thought in a million years, 
I would be saying that the Knicks are good. I never thought um, under, uh, especially under Dolan, especially under Dolan that I could tell you the Knicks are good. And they'll read, we talked about it before, so I'm not going to talk about it as much. Um, I mean, just, I, I never expected them to be the fourth seed. I never expected them to even have a, a winning record. Um, I mean, uh, it's, they have a great team. We already, we already talked about it before, so I'm not going to get into it. Like I said, but they have one of the best defenses in the league. So that's why I got. It's just so funny to think that you're saying all this about the Knicks from last year. The Knicks are so bad. Oh my God. Well, that's why I'm saying they're the most underrated. Yeah. They're really underrated. Nobody thought about this, that they would be like this. It's literally all Tom Thibodeau. Oh boy. Yeah. And and Julius Randle, obviously. Yeah. To our last award, most disappointing player. I think it's John Moran. He has not improved this season. Not at all. The Grizzlies have been worse too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, John Moran has struggled. I mean, he also had that injury at the beginning of the season, but I don't think that really had a, a giant impact on him. But I don't I, think so. I, I think if he does the same next year, then he, like, yeah, he's got to get better. I mean, he's gotten slightly better. I'll give him that, but it's not something like to say upon. But for me, yeah. it's Luka Doncic. And I don't want to go into an entire rant of Luka Doncic because we could have a whole episode of me just ranting about Luka Doncic because I don't want to do that. And I don't also want to say that I like I like the guy. I love Luka Doncic. I love watching him play. Andrew knows that game against the Mavericks was the probably the, one of the greatest games that I've ever seen in my life. I talk it, I say it to him all the time, and he knows. Um, but I do know. Yeah, he's a phenomenal player, but he's been probably the most disappointing for me. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, he. Everyone thought he was going to be MVP. I said that before. I've been saying it a lot. He was the front runner. He was the front runner. And he was the predictor. Um, and he, I, you can't, no one can tell me with a straight face that Luka Doncic is the top 10 player in the league. There's no way that you can convince me that he should have been an all-star starter as well. Not, Damian Lillard should have gotten that. I think he's a top 15 player, but I can probably name 10 players, 11 players, 12 players better than him. Because yeah, exactly, exactly. I agree. He's just fallen off, right? It's not that he needs to do better. He needs to be able to be more consistent. It's disappointing. Be, yeah, get his team to more wins. Shoot better. Be more. Just be more efficient all around. It's just sad. So that's my pick, Luka Doncic. Yep. Well, that's, that's it. all for it, everyone. Feel free to comment down below what your thoughts are on the Flight Podcast's Mid-Season Awards. Tune into the next episode on Friday. See you guys next time.